Welcome to the Once Was Lost podcast. We are the companion podcast to the OWL Once Was Lost Missing Persons phone application. It's a tool in order to help find the missing in real time. Uh, the more people that we have that are um, you know, registered with OWL, obviously it's a free app. There's no advertisements. There's nothing like that. It's, it's a tool in order to find the missing. And the more people we have, the greater chance we have of finding people that have gone missing. So with that note, we're going to be covering the Lompoc Jane Doe case. On August 3rd of 1969, an off-duty sheriff's deputy and others were hunting wild boar in Lompoc, Santa Barbara County, California, while walking along what was once the Grefco Quarry Road. They came upon the body of an unidentified female amongst a cluster of rocks, and according to police, she was likely killed where her body was found. It appears she'd been dragged to the location across the dust and shrub. Jane Doe's body was brought in for examination where it was found she died just days prior to being found. She'd been stabbed over 15 times and her throat had been slit. The deceased is described as white female between the ages of 16 and 25, and she stood anywhere from 5 foot 2 to 5 foot 4 and weighed between 120 to 130 pounds. She had shoulder length brown hair dyed a reddish brown and blue eyes. When found, she was wearing a dark blue blouse, homemade white tip hugger bell-bottom pants with a blue floral print with daisies with a red center, a black bra, pink bikini panties, brown sandals with a gold-colored buckle, and thin horseshoe-shaped gold earrings. Her ears were pierced, and she painted her fingernails with silver polish. Her teeth were very distinct. She was buck teeth, and there were 19 fillings that had been done a year or two before her death. Based on the dental work, it's believed she may have lived abroad before moving to the United States. Samples of dirt from the crime scene were collected in an attempt to trace the origin of Jane Doe's clothing. Her fingerprints were also taken. And while witnesses came forward and missing persons reports were examined, None of the leads panned out. A possible connection between the deceased and Charles Manson was also looked into, given the proximity to the Tate-LaBianca murders, but no link was established. There were two leads that held promise, but turned out to be dead ends. The first was a report from a woman who worked at Pea Soup Anderson's during the 1960s. She told police that the daughter of a co-worker had gone missing in 1969 but she was unable to recall any other details. The second was from another woman whose friend from high school had gone missing around the time Jane Doe's body was found. And according to police, the friend had actually returned home a few years later after the woman had moved from the area. In 2001, Jane Doe's remains were exhumed to collect DNA and to produce a new facial reconstruction. Evidence collected during the initial investigation was also re-examined. Jane Doe's dentals, DNA, and fingerprints are available for comparison. However, it has been noted that the fingerprints, which have been sent to Interpol, are of poor quality. Those with information regarding the identity of Jane Doe 
are asked to contact the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office at 805-681-4100. And tips can also be called into its cold case unit at 805-681-4150 or the Coroner's Bureau at 805-681-4145. So that's going to do it for this episode. We've got another one coming up here very soon. So look out for that. We'll see you shortly.